I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does. We are in the air everywhere. A side effect of this podcast is you might learn something and even if you don't learn something maybe you'll actually you know smile you might smile that might happen that's all fallout from this podcast as we are providing you now this is the eighth day of the week that's right the fifth hour with ben maller because four hours are not enough in the overnight and you've already just subscribed to this podcast you've downloaded the podcast so you're ahead of the game and if you have not yet reviewed the podcast please we need good reviews we need positive reviews you're a fan of what we do here that you might say that who gives a crap about that well the people that run these podcast companies they care about it that's a big deal so five stars if you can and and write a nice review that is the way to go the way to do it and and help us out and and again for better or worse joined by David Gascon west of the 405 as he checks in. yes yes loud and proud uh, happy to report for you Ben that I set a new personal record uh, I took uh, upon a liking of of biking now and um took a travel a little wander down uh, the boardwalk from South Redondo Beach all the way up to Santa Monica and back um, it's not easy, but uh, it was a, a pleasant uh, ride since uh, we can't do too much 
in terms of working out. So got to get the cardio in somehow, some way. You know, skin's nice and tan. Beard's vibrant. Cardio is great. Yeah, man. I like, the, I like the fact that we're not even a minute into the the latest podcast, and you're yeah. already humbly bragging no, about just, how, how great you are. I, you know, we don't get a chance to talk too often, so I like to share a few things with you before uh, we ramble on amongst this yeah. nonsense. So, all right. Well, listen, I got speed. a big. I got a big mailbag. Do you? It, my mailbag's bigger than your mailbag. Yep, big mailbag. But listen, my inbox (laughs) on Twitter has been full of of your listeners that are objecting to the content that you have on your show, especially when you have updates that take five or ten minutes. You you have you are so you've got this neurosis. What? No, I don't. You 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 are so upset. I'm by not, Finley, you no, are threatened. I am not upset. You are threatened by no, him. No, I am you not. Are. I am not upset. I'm just looking gonna, out for you. You're obsessed. I know. You're obsessed with him. I mean, the the goal and the idea is to have not only good shows, but to have better shows every day, right? You're not. You're as good as your last sale. It, it is and a so fetish. Is when what it is. your it show is a, gets you derailed fetish. by bullshit, I think it's incumbent <laughs> upon me to let you know that hey, ship up or ship the fuck out. Well, again, I don't hire. Uh, a lot of people think I run the ship. I don't. Oh. Uh, I'm I'm a captain, but I'm not the lead captain. There oh. are bosses that hire these people, and yeah. clearly the management has a great deal of enthusiasm mm. uh, for Brian Finley. And you, of course, have a preoccupation with Brian <laughs> Finley, a fascination and fixation, but uh, they clearly think he's doing a good job because uh, he's my go-to, go-to guy. They don't even call anyone else at this point. No one else is permitted to step in at the news desk other than Finley. Oh. Like, you can't do it because you can't handle the overnights. DeSager has kind of been chased away by the Maller militia, so he doesn't do it. Mm. And Deb obviously works during the day, and Bayer would never come in and work at the overnight unless he was forced to. So yeah. who else is there? That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, so so he's been delegated as the as the go-to guy on the overnight, and he thinks he's funnier than he is. Finley, and uh, you know, he's telling jokes and all that, and he's trying to you know chop it up with the guys, and uh, it's usually awkward and uncomfortable, and that's why he's he's gotten a lot of weird nicknames. Yeah, Finley, and you don't have very many nicknames, but uh, he's he's known as the butcher because he butchers the show. Uh, he's known as Ned Flanders, Oakley Doakley Do, uh, Wonder Bread of Radio, and Quaker Oats. Those are all nicknames Brian Finley's picked up in recent. Now you can't use Quaker Oats. That's offensive. No, that's his name. He's the Quaker Oats guy. That, yeah. Quaker Oats has been canceled, hasn't it? No, I don't think that's been canceled. Has no. it? I, I thought, thought it, it was. was. Aunt Jemima and uh, Eskimo Pie. I was always a fan. I was a kid. I knew that Eskimo Pie was offensive. I knew when I was when I used to bite into an Eskimo Pie, I said, this is not right. This is not proper. I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. When I saw the little Eskimo on the thing, I, oh, no, 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 no. Just say no. Just say no. Uh, and uh, Uncle Ben. I'm so dumb. When I was a kid, my name's Ben. I thought, oh, this is cool. Uncle Ben Rice. It's my, a product named after me. I'll someday, maybe if one of my brothers has kids, I'll be an uncle. And now I'm an uncle. Now I'm Uncle Ben. But now I got to get rid of that, too. So. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway, all right. Uh, we have B or not to be. Yes, do we, we have do. Or not? We you do. Start with that. Yes. Yeah, a little, little parody, a little satire. The ode to uh, the Babylon Bee. This is where I will give you uh, five titles, and I need you to identify Ben first if it's real or yeah. if it's courtesy. Well, this of the is Babylon where Bee. you you got me in trouble because you sent me something from Babylon B, and yeah. then that uh, caused. Me. All right, go ahead. What do we? All have? right. Well, first off, the five titles that did not make the cut. 
Uh, San Francisco Giants hire Colin Kaepernick as head kneeling coach. <laughs> that, that, that did not make the cut. That's pretty funny. That one's out. Uh, progressive parents disappointed in how white their children are. That's uh, not making <laughs> the not, cut either. Did not survive, huh? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, how about this? Chick Fil A changes name to gender neutral. They fillet. It's <laughs> <laughs> not making the cut. Uh, Facebook to require masks in all profile pictures. That did not make the cut. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez lectures homeless man on how fortunate he is not to have to pay rent to evil landlords. <laughs> did not make the cut. So we go from those five on the Babylon Bee to is this the Babylon Bee or is this actual real news, Ben? Uh, Disney Plus displays warning label that Hamilton, the play, may contain positive depictions of founding fathers. All right, so you're starting out. This is a good one, all right? Because, like, you say anybody with common sense would say, well, no, of course not. Oh, God, I'd like to think, I'd like to give Disney the benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't do this. But they have bowed, they've taken a knee to the mob. They're part of it they're like hip with it they're hip with the mob so i think this is i think this is real ben unfortunately it is not real not real just yet it could be in the future but it is fake it's courtesy of the babylon b so damn 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 damn, oh for one so far how about this one uh new york times accidentally publishes Ghislaine maxwell's obituary ahead of schedule is that courtesy of the Babylon Bee, or is that real news? She's the girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, yeah, I think that's... I'm going to go that's fake. That's that's Babylon Bee. All right. You are one for two, so you got that one All right. right. That's I a got good that job one right. How nice about job. that? There we go. I'm on fire now. Now, this one's going to be a challenge because this comes on the heels of our, our interview a couple days ago with Dave Rubin. Yeah. Study finds most people just wearing masks to avoid sea of gent- of judgmental glares from people. Oh, so there? Yeah, no, that's that's definitely Babylon B. And that's correct. You yeah, got two yeah, or three. That, that, that was easy. That right. was that was a layup line. Right. That was uh, t ball. All right, that's Do the better. one Do easy better. easy one for you. How about this one? Okay, TV- I'm ahead. By the way, two to one. I'm ahead. That's right. Uh, TV host's wife is willing to teach her kids about sex by watching porn with them. All right. Now, this should be a Babylon Bee story, but there's a lot of uh, wackadoodles in television and in media in general who are married and working in the business. So I, uh, I'm going to say that's legit. I think that's a, a real story. Somebody was trying to say how... how uh, I don't know, progressive they were or something like that. They were, they would hold, hold their, it's like that, uh, that guy, what was the guy that would take his teenage daughter to the gynecologist? Remember the music guy? Oh yeah. A couple, that was a real story. Uh, so I'm gonna say this is real. Ben, you were three for four. Yeah, I'm on fire. <laughs> Maller on fire. Check this out. Four. Struck out in the first <laughs> inning, three hits in a row. Former White House Director of Communications, George Stephanopoulos, who's now a host on ABC, he's married to an actress. You're correct on that. Her name's Ollie uh, Wentworth. She went on a podcast a few days ago and said, you certainly can't stop kids from watching porn. 
Parents should consider watching it with them to explain what is actually happening. She's got two daughters, one 17 and one 15, and she says at least one time she'll watch it with them in order to explain to them that it's the performance and it's not realistic. Wow. Can you imagine when you were growing up, when you were learning about sex? Most of us learned from porn. We're you know, old school. You're older than me, guess. Guy. We had to go to like the liquor store and get the porno magazine. Now you can just go on the internet and you're, uh, you're just rolling around with porno. But imagine how awkward that I, I can't imagine. I mean, that's that's something you got to kind of go on your own on, don't you? You got to kind of figure it out for yourself and and what you like and what you don't like. You can't have your mom there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy. All right. So you are uh, you're, you're batting a, a crisp and cool seven fifty right now. Yes. Let's see if you can go to eight hundred on this one. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In an odd role reversal, woke executives got fired. All right, so an odd, a woke, uh, oh wait, let's see. It's very difficult to get fired being woke. You get it promoted when you're woke. That's the way this works. You get you get extra uh, virtue signaling points and things like that. Yes. And, uh, pandering points. Uh, 
But that doesn't seem like strange enough for the Babylon Bee. I think the Babylon Bee would be more crazy. I, I'm going to say that is real. Ben, you are four out of five yeah. to close this thing Woo. out. So someone is pushing back, and that somebody is Red Bull. Woo. Red Bull dissolved its so-called culture teams and two executives responsible for injecting wokeness into the company's policies. They have internal culture classes that were brought in, and they put pressure on the teams to implement more support for Black Lives Matter and to adopt a progressive political stance. Wow. That's good for them. Yeah. Can they contact can the people at Red Bull, contact the people that are running the Seattle uh, government, local <laughs> government there, and let them know that that's okay? And What know? about Portland. Oh, yeah, Portland's, uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on in the Pacific Northwest, man. I don't know what's going on there. I I got friends there. I got people I love that live in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, you got Jay Scoop. Jay Scoop complimented me a couple days ago on a nice uh, Twitter post I had uh, at the beaches west of the 405. And I was like, hey, why don't you get Ben Maller to pay for a first-class ticket like he he did for you? You are so... you know, that'd be nice. You are, you are... I just think one favor deserves another. what's going on with you. I mean, you, you... do you not understand that you, you, you are hanging out with the green-eyed monster is what you're doing? I mean, what, what, you have such resentment and animosity. Well, I just think that if he scratches your back, you should scratch his. I mean, these are tough economic times, and he foregoed money no, into his back no, no, pocket no, no, no. to pay this for was, a first-class uh, ticket this for was you. Before, no, I told well, first of all, uh, he did not pay for a first class ticket person. I think he might have gotten upgraded to that. But whatever. Uh, <laughs> but here's the here's the thing. Like uh Jay Scoop was such a big fan. He wanted this and I, I was yeah. like, ah, I don't do it. I don't need it. And but he offered it and I was like, I wasn't gonna go really otherwise. And so he wanted me to be in Seattle. We hung out together and yeah. uh, we had a you know a good time. It was wonderful and all that. I think and you I should repay the him fact for that it. this was we are in July. This was eight months ago. Mm. All right. <laughs> this is this is the kind of unrational whack job Gascon is, right? And this is why you need therapy and meds. All right. You are so unsound and unwise that you can't get this out of your head. You're such a nutball that you're delirious and demented because of something that happened in December of 2019 before the apocalypse. All right, move on. Stop being disturbed. You, you're sounding deranged, Gascon, is what you're sounding. You're sounding just deranged. You know, I save my receipts. That's what I do. And so I just figured, yeah. you know, I mean, you got to do for him what he did for you. So Very emotional. You're very emotional. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. dude, Ben, four out of five, it's, that's not bad. I got to get tougher next week on you. But uh, good job closing out the Babylon B. The B or not the B? Yes. All right. Well, uh, very, very exciting here. So uh, moving on, do we have any don't stick to sports or are we just going to jump ahead to the mailbag? That was not sticking to sports. We oh, had I thought it was the... be, not, be or not. Oh, we changed the name of don't stick to sports yes. to be or not. I, oh, couple... I didn't realize that. I didn't get the memo. Well, I told I you this. I, I told you this two weeks ago yeah. on the air when we were doing the podcast. I said I was making an audible and I was looking for the green light from you and you gave me Thumbs up, a pat on the back, and of course, as it sounds now, you're probably just deaf airing me and worrying about what you were going to say on the air. Wow. All right. Well, let's get to the <laughs> mailbag. Here we go. Let's get to the mailbag, and we'll see how agitated Gascon gets. These are actual questions sent in by actual listeners to the show like yourself. There's a couple ways you can do this. 
Most people just post on our Facebook page Wednesday during the week. If you follow the show page, Ben Maller Show on Facebook, I will send out a link. Normally, it's in the morning. Sometimes I forget it's in the afternoon. Sometimes I really forget and it's in the evening. And and I just we just ask for questions, good questions, fun questions, interesting questions, questions we haven't been asked, original questions. Uh, if you if you really want to know something kind of about the show and you haven't been able to get it figured out, I'll try to help you out. We can get that on. Uh, the radio show, I'll, I'll answer it here, and it, it's pretty simple. It's a pretty simple concept. So Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. But we also have the email address, Gascon, which uh, I guess you lost the password to, so I'm I the know. only one that has access to it. Thank it God for sucks. that. Uh, I can't believe you would lose a password. It's I haven't changed the password. It's a bad job uh, by you. Uh, but we, we have email, and you can send me an email, realfifthhour at gmail.com, realfifthhour.com. At gmail.com. So you can join join the, the show that way. Any chance so. I can get that password back? Then really appreciate it. Yeah, 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 we'll see. <laughs> if you're on your best behavior, possibly we can do that. All right. So these uh, questions, we start with Jesse from Pomona. Uh, he says, uh, first of all, he wanted to compliment me, Gascon, for well, pointing out that Mookie was not going back to Boston because there was a rumor a week ago or so that that was going to happen. And he's now going to be a Dodger for over a decade, and he'll get a couple of rings, according to Jesse. Yeah, I don't know how you grade the Dodgers a C-minus on that transaction, but it's fine. Well, they were bidding against themselves, is what they were doing. They're bidding against themselves. They could have gotten Mookie Betts for even less if they had played their cards right. Unless, of course, he turns into Manny Ramirez of a few years ago when he got white hot with the Dodgers and Mookie Betts bats over 400 in a 60-game schedule. So you're calling Mookie a cheater is what you're no, calling No, I'm not calling him a cheater. Well, but Manny you... was on uh, it was feminine hormones when he was hitting 400. I loved Manny. I was, you're not going to find a bigger Manny Ramirez fan. I, I was in New York visiting my brother, and I was going into Penn Station when I looked on my phone <laughs> that Manny Ramirez had been traded to the Dodgers. I think it was 2009. Yeah, it was. I, I screamed with excitement. I said, no fucking way. I said, this is great. And, oh, man, I was so bummed out I was on the East Coast because if I'd been in L.A., I would have been at his first game as a Dodger and all that, and I didn't get to go because I was I was traveling. But uh, that would have been cool. But I love Manny, but he was cheating. He was cheating. Anyway, get to the question from Jesse. He says, uh, my question is, what what is with all the drops, uh, of all the drops you have on the overnight show, what is one drop you wish they would delete from the soundboard? All right, so, Jesse, this is easy. All right, and it's not because it's not a funny drop, and it's not because it's it's not good for the show. It's because people are pussy willows. So Ed from Spokane called up maybe a year and a half, two years ago, and he made, I think he, he had said something, and it was either on Twitter or the phones. I forget which one. It might have been on Twitter. Uh, but it was something about Phil Necro and Joe Necro. Okay, so... I, I uh, had a funny zinger, I had a funny one-liner about Phil and Joe Necro, and it was cut up and saved for posterity's sake, and every time that that has been played on the air, someone who doesn't listen very closely, someone who doesn't apparently know the history of baseball, and the Necro brothers, right, doesn't understand that, will inevitably say, oh, my God, you're a bigot. I cannot believe you said that on the air, Maller. Oh, my God, we're going to get you. I'm going to contact management. Yeah, so that's that's the one. That's the one because not that I don't think it's funny. I think it's funny. I think it's good. 
But the problem is people don't listen and they only hear a little bit of what you say. We've preached about this. I've I've mentioned this many times being in in the radio business and how people hear and they really only remember about 17 to 25 percent of things you say. And, you know, so that's that's just the reality. And often words only convey about 7% of what you're trying to say. A lot of it's through facial expressions, which doesn't work on radio, obviously. But but tone of your voice, tone of your voice is big. But, um, yeah, so that's the one. And if people don't believe you, you can always reference television. That's the reason why people take Q ratings. And yeah, yeah, you have yeah. people that get rated because of their looks. And the reason why is because more often than not, people are only paying attention to the person on camera, not to the message itself. That is true. That is true. Absolutely. Well, it's like, remember, the political game changed. Uh, Richard Nixon, didn't he lose the election to John Ken- John F. Kennedy because of the uh, because of his appearance, right? Mm-hmm. That he was disheveled, and uh, and that was the theory, that he, he didn't look good on TV. They People voted for the better-looking person, which right. was Kennedy. Yeah. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, all right, uh, Kyle 
in by the way who's who's better looking between trump and biden they're both kind of uh not easy on the eyes there so i think that's a that's a wash right are you grading anyone that's past 70 on their look well i'm just saying though if that was a factor on what people are going to vote for very people like you west of the 405 that are vain um, that's a, that's a toss. Like Biden's uh, he's a little out there. Trump's a little out there. I mean, they're both out. There. Well, they got they got nice suits on. They got good ties. They got a good approach in how they're presented on television. All right, Kyle in San Antonio in that area. He says, "I've been listening to the show since at least 2002 or 2003." Wow, thank you, Kyle. It's almost 20 years of service. Uh, you've had a whole bunch of great crew members. I don't know about that. Uh, he says, excluding the current squad mm. so as not to hurt anyone's feelings, okay. if you had to put together a COVID-19 emergency backup crew, whom would you choose? All right, so this is an interesting question. Mm. That's a good question. Uh, I would say, obviously, Looney, because I love to just goof on Looney, and he he gets the joke, and he goofs on me, and I think we have a good rat-a-tat-tat between us. So I put Looney on there. Uh, former producers. I enjoyed working with Miranda Marino. She was fun. She was cool. Uh, you know, she kind of got it, and uh, I had a good time as with her and Julio, uh, who was one of my producers. Those those guys I would probably put at the part. See, now I'm offending Bergman and some of these other guys, but I, just off the top of my head, that's what I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think who else I would throw into that. That bag. Uh, we've had some some real real characters that have been on on the show, but I guess that's I go Julio, uh, Miranda, and Looney, some combination of that. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. You, you thought I was going to pick Felix? I love Felix. I don't I haven't heard from Felix in a while. I don't know I, what's going on with him. I thought maybe your technical director would be Jake. Oh, stay awake with Jake. Well, I love Jake too. And that's it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, I don't. I still see Jake all the time on social media. So I, for some reason, I still think of him like I'm still working with him, even though I'm not, and yeah. I haven't worked with him in a long time. But I see when I used to go to games, I'd see Jake. He's the engineer for the Clippers and the Kings and all that. So I'd see him out there, and uh, yeah. So it's I don't like I don't see Miranda. I don't have any contact with Miranda. I guess I do have contact with Looney. So that's that's kind of like doesn't really fit with it. But th- that's the answer. RJ in San Antonio. We're big in San Antonio, Gascon, on the mailbag. He says, uh, cake or ice cream? Go ahead, Gascon. Cake or ice cream? Ice cream for sure. Eh, wrong answer. It's cake no with way. good frosting. It's cake with good frosting. What about ice A cream nice cake? moist cake with good frosting. Ice cream cake. Eh, ice cream cake. Close, but uh, a well-made cake. Oh. I will the frosting just melts in your mouth. Now you are a you are a fan of the especially during Thanksgiving King's Hawaiian. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Love the King's Hawaiian rolls. Yes. It's, they just put a bunch of sugar in the rolls. Yeah, is what they do. They do make uh, an amazing cake. It's called a paradise cake, and they also make a paradise uh, cheesecake. Delicious. Never had it. Oh, what know, is I, a paradise cake? Is it just bread? Is it just the bread and all that? Uh, I'd have to go into description. We'll wait Is until it you filled with weed or something like that. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Anthony in Van Nuys, shout out to the eight one eight, says in Southern California. That's east of the four hundred five, by the way, Gascon. So you don't like Anthony because he's east of the four hundred five. I couldn't find it on the map. If you could drill any Astros player, who, where, and what pitch? All right, so this is obviously, you think I'd say Albuve or that guy with the punchable face, Alex Bregman. But my answer, 
is not Bregman and not Altuve. Correct. The guy at the top of my list is George Springer. Oh. Because that guy hit a couple of dagger home runs while cheating for the Astros in the 2017 World Series. So I would like to drill him right between, actually between the numbers, but just above the numbers and between the nameplate on the back of the uniform with a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. Bam! Just like that. Not him in the head. Uh, but right there, boom, done. No, I, I think you go the other way. I think you play if you play in a National League park, you dot, you dot Justin Verlander in the ribcage. Well, that you, would be you, tough to do because there's now the designated hitter in the National League. Well, well, yeah, but that's just for this season. So no, it's going to be permanent. They're not. The I hope pitcher is never going to come back to hitting ah, in the National League. It like is that. over. Don't you? It's like when you vote for a limited tax increase. You know, those ballot initiatives. Yeah. <laughs> they never go away. No, they never go away. They're they're there forever. That's how it works. Well, it's, but to, back to your point or your question, you dot the guy in the ribcage. You turn him into what Hanley Ramirez was. A few years ago when I think the Dodgers played the St. Louis Cardinals and he was hot to end the season. All of a sudden he got hit with a fastball in the ribs and could not hit his weight to save his life because he had bruised ribs. Yeah. Well, I, I've actually been told over the years from ball players that the worst is when you get hit in the wrist or the hands. Oh, yeah. you got to, you know, when you're swinging the bat, you need your hands and your, yeah. your wrist to, to hold the bat properly. And you're you have no power after that. Like yeah. you might be able to hit, but you're going to hit singles. That's true. You're not going to be able to hit with any kind of power. You have no slugging ability. So if you really want to just you know, hit hit the hand and the wrist area, that'll really screw them up. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll have a handbook in a future podcast on how to damage <laughs> baseball players with pitches. All right, Pierre from Springfield, Mass, says, "Hey Ben, uh, it has now become apparent that Mookie Betts has decided to wear a Dodger hat at his induction into Cooperstown." Let's hope he does end up in Cooperstown. There have been plenty of players, Pierre, that have started great and then fizzled out. We hope that Mookie is not one of those players. That being said, uh, from Pierre's email, uh, he says, uh, he says, it's okay. Is it okay to root for more than one team? He says, it is okay to root for more than one team, a.k.a. Dick and Dayton. Can I order a cardboard cutout of myself to ride shotgun on the Dodger bandwagon, and how much will it cost? Uh, well, those are, what are they, a couple hundred bucks, Gascon, right? The Dodger... Uh, Unless it's for your dog, and then it's $149. $149 for your dog. Fuck. Yeah. Could you imagine that's... pissing away 150 bucks for your fucking pet? Yeah. They know, though. The people that run the Dodgers know. Yeah. I, I have a dog. I love my dog, but I'm, I don't love my dog that much. But some people do, and they, you know, that's... You know, if you don't have kids, that they're your kids, right? You're part yeah. of the family, and you're gonna you're gonna treat it like your kid. Your kid, if your kid had an opportunity to have a cardboard cutout of the Dodger game, you do it. So if uh, Fido has wants one, or you think wants one, you you do that as well. So they're they're expensive. Oh, I can't just imagine. Just imagine, imagine Gascon, though, like you know, a year ago, if you'd said, "All right, let's turn on opening day," and there's a bunch of cardboard cutouts <laughs> video game crowd noises uh, welcome to the twilight zone i'd rather be south korea right didn't they get popped for having sex dolls yeah they had sex dolls <laughs> they had stuffed animals and all that all right vols fan jimmy from fayetteville tennessee writes in says ben if you invited helmet man angry bill and mark the full name guy to your ugly christmas party your ugly sweater party there for christmas who would you worry about the most all right, so this is a good question. Now, 
Helmet Man, I love. He's pretty harmless. I hope he's okay. We haven't heard from him in a while with all the roaches crawling around and all that stuff. Hey, Ben, can I talk about the Orioles? I love that guy. Um, Mark the Full Name Guy has threatened me with justifiable homicide. He got banned for the show from the show for a long time because of that. So that that's not uh, not particularly good. So he has actually physically threatened me, but I'm not going to pick him. He's calmed out. He's mellowed out. He moved to Oregon, um, and, and so he's I guess found a lady friend. So he's more like lovey dovey. Mark the full name guy now, and he's got the harmonica. So I, I think he's pretty harmless now. I'm going to go Angry Bill. Uh, Angry Bill is he robbed a bank in his past. And uh, he says a lot of creepy stuff. And I've never trusted anyone I've met from Nutley, New Jersey. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Angry Bill on that list. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Jason in Rocky Mountain, Virginia writes in. He says, a question for David. When Brian Finley drives to Montana to get uh, with your girl, Tammy, will you get revenge and go after his playmate mom? No. I can't do the mom. No. If you want to get revenge on a guy like Brian Finley, you take his dog and you just keep the dog. That's what you do. Because he is much like you with Bella. He absolutely adores that little dog. 
I think, yeah, that's what I do. I just keep the dog. Wow. So you, I keep you, the dog in, in a you room. You like Angry Bill with the dog? Is that what you're going to do? Mm, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I prefer right. not to have you elaborate on that. Yeah. But I just I, keep I the dog. Okay. Um, whatever. Uh, you, that was a bad answer. Matt in Mansfield, Texas says, hey, great conversation with the legendary Dick Stockton that's in good. a recent episode of The Fifth Hour. Who is the top lead television play-by-play guy? Not analyst. Not an analyst in any sport right now. Now, he, he does point out, thank you, Matt, for not using the term best. He said top because best means as good as all the rest. So thank you for that, Matt. Good job by you. Uh, to me, this is easy. It's Al Michaels calling a big football game on a Sunday night. Al Michaels, it just feels like a big game. Now, some of that is nostalgia. I still believe Al Michaels has a lot on his fastball. So I'm going to go Al Michaels calling a big NFL game, uh, you know, Patriots game against you know Steelers or something like that. A lot on the line. It just means it to me. It means that's that's the the most important. What about what about you, Gaskin? Man, I think I'd go away from that and go Kevin Harlan. I'm I'm a big fan of Kevin Harlan, especially yeah, when it comes screaming into the microphone. I just. Uh, because he's got the range too, which is nice. So you can go from from football to basketball. Um, I don't care about Al Michaels. Did baseball? He was a play by play guy for the Giants back. No, then. I know. I just uh, and he used to do Sunday night or Monday night baseball. Didn't Al Michaels yeah. he was the original one of the original voices of that? He did. Didn't he do the 1990 World Series? I believe that is true. I have uh, to double check, but that sounds right. Yeah. So you're going? I'm going Kevin Harlan. Oh. I, th- I thought you would be a Joe Buck guy. You didn't pick Joe Buck. No. Except for that. Man. All right. Fats in Philly writes in, says, Ben, being a football fan as myself over the years, watching football, if you were a quarterback with a Swiss cheese offensive line, I like that, what player on defense would you be afraid of on a third and long? And he said, in no particular order, my list is Greg Lloyd, Charles Haley, Reggie White, and LT. Well, Fats, there's only one acceptable answer. I think we're around the same age, Fats. Uh, that is Lawrence Taylor. I was a kid watching a Redskins game. That's right. That's offensive. They used to, there used to be a football team in Washington called the Washington Redskins, and they won a bunch of Super Bowls and all that. So I was watching a Redskins-Giants game. You know, my mom, I was getting into sports, and my mom would, you know, oh, hey, Ben, there's a football game on. I got all excited. I got to watch the football game. And I still remember, I'm still traumatized all these years later of seeing the image of Joe Theismann's leg twisted into a pretzel uh, by LT. So I'm going Lawrence Taylor. Uh, I don't think any. I'm, with all due respect to Haley and Reggie White was the minister of defense and all that. It's LT, and I'm sure there's somebody before that, like in the olden days that I don't. I don't really know. I didn't watch. I I, I watched those old NFL films videos and they talked about who was the guy, the baddest guy in NFL history, the 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 biggest. Uh, he played for like the. The Cardinals, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I got to think. I got to Google that now. Yeah, he's an old guy like in the '60s. He's like the dirtiest player in NFL history. Although some would say the dirtiest player in modern NFL history was Rodney Harrison of the when he was with the Chargers and the Patriots. But uh, Conrad Dobler is the guy's name. There Conrad it is. Dobler. You ever heard of Conrad Dobler? Never heard of him. You've never heard of Conrad no. Dobler? Mm-mm. Oh, look up his story. The guy would like gouge people's eyes out and grab their junk and twist it and like just disgusting uh, things that you'd get in a whole bunch of trouble for. 
uh, right now. But that was just that was just his jam. I think he played for the the St. Louis Cardinals back in the the olden days in the NFL. But uh, Rodney Harrison, I got a funny Rodney Harrison story. So I had a buddy of mine when I was working in San Diego, I had a TV guy who would hook me up with sideline passes. Now it's very difficult to get one of those, and I radio guys are not allowed to have them unless you work for the team on the broadcast. But I had a sideline pass. And I had access, full access, full reign. And I went to a couple of Chargers games, and they were terrible. This is like the Ryan Leaf years of the Chargers. Yeah. And I'm on the sidelines. They're playing the 49ers. It was Jerry Rice's final road game as a 49er before he left. And I'm on the 49ers sidelines, and <laughs> the, the the play would end, right? It'd be like one, it, it was like 1 1,000, 2 1,000, 3 1,000. And Rodney Harrison, several times, like a human torpedo, after the play had ended, came running in on top of the pile and poof. <laughs> and uh, what was the, what was the 49ers coach there? Ra, what was the guy? He's on TV now. Uh, Steve Mariucci. Yeah, Steve Mariucci was the coach at the time. And they, they, he was upset. All the Niners were screaming, oh, my God, kick him out, throw a flag. And they didn't throw a flag. And he did it like several times. He just came in there like a human torpedo. Um, but but my answer is still Lawrence Taylor. What about you, Gascon? I guess just for the sake of being different, I'd probably go like Bruce Smith or Ray Lewis. Yeah, you Ray Lewis, I mean, he killed somebody, or at least knows who did and was part of that. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Reggie White, though, when you looked at old tapes of him, the head slap. I mean, there were, there were certainly a lot of guys that when they got past the right or left tackle, the head slap to get to the quarterback was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's well. Raider fans, by old school Raider fans, uh, would say, what was the guy's name? Remember, uh, well, Jack Tatum, right? Wasn't yeah. Jack Tatum against Daryl Stingley? One of the uh, unfortunate stories in NFL history where he landed that hit that paralyzed yeah. Daryl Stingley. But Jack Tatum's a little before my time, so so there's that. Ah, uh, let's see, uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Russ in Evansville says since ninety five percent of FBS schools that play football rely on that money to support the rest of their athletic budgets. Uh, or FCS Division One AA schools who are relying on revenue of their one and two games against the big boys uh, this year do not play and have no college football this fall or spring. Do you think, Ben and Gascon, that a number of FCS schools, that's one AA and non-Power 5, D1 non-Power 5, schools like Conference USA and the MAC will drop football in 2021 or 2022 because of this? All right, so Russ, listen, uh, first of all, you're not off base. I mean, there is going to be collateral damage. There is, you you mess with the money and it's going to have an effect. And so I would think that, I don't think conferences, but there will be school. I I would say there's going to be multiple colleges that will drop football because of this, because of what's going on right now. Uh, if they can't get those money games. So I, I'm going to say yes. I don't think it'll be an entire conference, but I think it'll be a couple of teams in, in multiple conferences that will do this. So I, my prediction is that does happen. What about you, Gaskin? Yeah, I was going to say with the television money that's available, I don't think it'll happen with the MAC or Conference USA, especially because, don't forget, when you get later on the season, you get Maction. Maction's usually like, you know, conference games on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, and that's on usually showcased on ESPN. So just for the sake of that with the ESPN money, and don't forget, not only do you get ESPN, but you get ESPN3, so their digital platform, there's still money coming out of that that the 
universities get. So I don't think any Division One program is going to fall. But yeah, Division One AA. Yeah, I certainly see that being. Well, the there case. are. I think there are six truly independent college football teams. Like Notre Dame is the most famous one. Yeah. But Army. Army Navy. I think BYU is. Isn't BYU? Yeah, BYU is independent. Yeah. New Mexico State, I think, is independent. Yeah. Schools like that. Like, if you're New Mexico State, for example. Yeah, the Aggies. What's your move there? You're in Las Cruces, New Mexico. You don't have any of the money coming in. Like, what's the move there? You just pull the plug or you figure it out? Yeah, that's a tough one. And UMass. UMass is another one. Like, yeah, I think they're on that list. And Anyway, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. But I, I believe there will be some of those schools that will go bye-bye. And uh, say uh, adios. Uh, uh, let's go, uh, Stacy from Ottawa, Canada. Our Canadian brothers and sisters writes in and says, "If you could be reincarnated after death, which pro athlete would you like to be?" I think we've gotten this question before, but I- I'll answer it this way, Stacy. I, I'm going big. I'm going Babe Ruth. Uh, which I, the problem is, you got to live before you know, technology really took off in America. So that's a little that sucks. But Babe Ruth was like the biggest star, and they used to wrote, write these amazing stories. He was like a mythical figure. He was like a lumberjack, Babe Ruth, the way the media reported him. And uh, I remember the late, great Burt Sugar. I loved that guy, the boxing historian, but he was a sports historian. He used to tell stories about how when the Yankees would travel by train and the media had one car on the train and the players were in the rest of the train. And But... To get to the food car, I believe, I'm paraphrasing this, so don't hold me to it. <laughs> but the way that, Burt Sugar, I remember the story is that the, the food car was in front of the media car, so the players had to walk through the the food, to get to the food car, they had to walk through the media car. But on one road trip, and who knows who the Yankees were playing, Babe Ruth, the legend is, either he was being chased or he was chasing women, but they were naked. The women and him were naked and ran through the media car. Not a single member of the media, not a single member of the media reported that story. That's good. Didn't happen. That's good. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have here, uh, eeny, meeny, miny. Well, I, I guess other than Babe Ruth, though, just to answer uh, Stacey's question, I guess modern athlete uh, Tom Brady. Guy, but he he played New York City, and that you look at his list of accomplishments off the field, they are more impressive than his accomplishments on the field. Derek Jeter. Yeah, Derek Jeter's one. Who did I say? Tom Brady? You did say Tom Brady, yes. Oh, I meant Derek Jeter. That's good. 40 and slip. I I think, if I had to do one real quick, I think it would be Patrick Mahomes. Given the fact that NFL players are coddled a lot now, they don't have the extensive workout in the offseason that they have in years past, and you can't hit quarterbacks anymore. This guy, you know, the contract he got is one thing, but the con- I think the second contract that he gets when they renegotiate this thing is going to be enormous. But either way, quarterbacks don't get touched nowadays. Uh, that is true. Well, well, yeah, but you're hoping that Mahomes is the next Brady, but Brady's already been Brady, so you know for sure that you're getting the full package. Uh, Travis in Roseburg, Oregon, writes and he says, who wins a West Side Story-style dance-off? Between the Finley Fanatics and the Muppet Militia. Well, listen. The Muppet Militia is real. The Finley Fanatics is a figment of Brian Finley's imagination. That being said, I think Finley has some mean dance moves. I think he's got some mean dance moves. What about you, Gascon? You want to take that? I'm not going to dignify that question. Well, you don't have a fan club. Are you jealous about that? No, I just uh, really find the question offensive and you think is a you like to cancel the question are you that uh, that upset with travis is it i just don't think it's a good question i think travis is a fine question but i see brian finley like if they made a remake of napoleon dynamite (laughs) i see him as that kind of dancer you know like the goofy nerdy white guy steve urkel i see that as if yeah, like the white Steve Urkel, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, Jordan in Everett writes in. He says, what do you think about high schools moving the fall high school football season to March and April? Um, well, we talked about it. You said January, right? Guess yeah, January. You said January in yeah. California. 
Georgia's yes, I feel delayed. bad for those high school guys. You you know, if you're into high school football, that's like in your blood, you know, and you live and you eat and you breathe it, and you, oh, that's yeah. But what brutal. if you're what if you're one of those kids that played multiple sports? Like you went football to basketball and then basketball to baseball. Now you can't do that anymore. Well, you just play basketball on Wednesday, you play football on Friday, and you play baseball on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, maybe there, done. There you go. Uh, Andre in Nashville says, hey, Ben and Gascon, would you gentlemen be in favor of the runner on second rule for Major League Baseball if a game goes into extra innings for the 2021 season and the future? Andre says he loves the podcast. Uh, That's one I'm not in favor of. I think it's dopey and dumb. It's like a little league or softball type thing. I think that's ridiculous. And uh, because all you're going to have is you're going to have if a team doesn't score in the top of the of the tenth inning, in the bottom of the tenth inning, you're going to have a team attempt to bunt to get the runner to the third. So there's one out. Then the the team on the mound is going to walk the next two batters to load the bases. So essentially, you're setting up anytime the the road team does not score a run, you're setting up a situation where you're going to have bases loaded, one out, and then that's where the game's going to be decided. I I 100% agree. There's nothing wrong with a game of baseball. When you look at a clock, you see the average game time of a game in Major League Baseball. It's the same with the NFL. It's even it's probably even faster than some college football games since those with commercials tend to last three, three and a half, or four hours. I don't get where people yeah. are bitching and moaning about Major League Baseball and the length. Well, the other thing, too, that's chicken crap, the other thing that's chicken crap is the fact that Nobody watches an entire NBA game. Nobody right. watches an entire NFL game, for that matter. In fact, the most popular thing now for many people, and I'm in there, is like the Red Zone. I make my own Red Zone channel. Sorry, Andrew Siciliano. But I make my own Red Zone channel where I kind of do my own thing uh, most of the time. Occasionally, I'll watch uh, his Red Channel, uh, you know, whatever, his uh, Red Zone thing. But I, I do my own thing. But I, I'm not watching one game from beginning to end, right, from soup to nuts. I'm not doing that. No way. Yeah, all right. Uh, Ra- Ross in Michigan. Says, now, Ben, you say you were a big fat guy with no game or money. How did you manage to pull down your wife because you were clearly punching out of your weight class? Uh, Well, that is true, Russ. I don't really know how that happened. Clearly, it was a moment of weakness by uh, by my wife there, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. You have to ask her that question. I don't, I don't, uh, doesn't have any real game there. When I met her, I didn't tell her I worked in radio. Uh, I think I had the website, I had my, my rumor blog, benmaller.com that I was doing. So I think I told her I did like some internet thing or something like that. Well, didn't you say that she also know. ghosted you first and then came back later? Yes. Yes. I, that is true. I, I, uh, had made contact. I wanted to go out with her and, um, she rejected me and turned me down. And then, you know, guess you know, when somebody rejects you, all right. You you know what you do is you just I move on I'm like okay I'm I'm good most you know I learned I, early on I didn't do that but I at some point I learned all right somebody rejects you you kind of move on yeah but she then contacted me like she a couple months later so then that's how I would not have contacted her again and uh, I would have been, all right that's it you know and uh, so it was uh, several months later I still remind her of that every once in a while I say you know we could have been married longer if you had just uh, you know originally uh, you know taken my my uh, my move so but uh, but that's the answer to that uh, rico from denver rico used to call the show but he has not called the show in a while he's a he's a character when he calls in rico from denver says who is willing to sign a release form to go to sporting events i know i am rico says because i know that covid is being overhyped by the media well rico i think to answer your question i think a lot of people more than 
the media would like to believe would be more than willing to sign a release form, a waiver. When you go to a game anyway, you get a waiver. Yeah. On the back of the ticket, you know, you you know, balls can enter the stands and you have to be on your toes at all times and they're not, you know, they they, rele- they release the teams from liability. Now those things don't always stand up in court. Uh but yeah, no, I, absolutely. Absolutely you would I think a lot of people would. I would be willing to, to go to games and what about you, Gaskin? Man, I, if I was to wear a mask at a game though, it'd probably only be for a hockey game or for for baseball. Like I, I prefer watching NBA action and the NFL or college football at home on television. Eh, really? Yeah. The football is uh, more at home for sure because you want to watch the other games and all that. Yeah, and the NBA, just uh, the, the angles, unless you're courtside or you're sitting at half court, I really don't, you know, the, the angles just make it a little awkward. So you have a tough time deciphering the the angles and how they're you know, shooting from different spots on the court. So I'm more of a television guy with the NBA. Yeah, yeah, it's each their own. It's yeah. a bad job by you. Same. Uh, last one here, last in the mailbag, and we'll put the baby to bed here uh, soon. We'll put the baby to bed. That's, uh, that's how this stuff normally rolls. Uh, Jeff from Spokane writes, and he says, Ben, uh, what goes good with perfectly cooked corned beef hash, and why did I capitalize that? <laughs> there you go. This is, uh, uh, all right. So I love corned beef hash. I'm not a big breakfast guy. My go-to with breakfast foods are normally uh, high-carb stuff, pancakes, uh, waffles, uh, but the, the breakfast potatoes. But corned beef hash, I would say with like pancakes, um, like a cornbread type thing. Yeah, you a corned beef hash guy, I guess. That's I like it. Corn. And the yeah, perfect uh, the perfect compliment to it, Ben, have a fucking Guinness. Oh, well, yeah, that's have cheating. That's cheating. That's cheating. What are you man? talking you can, about? No. You can end any sentence with have a Guinness. No. I mean, that, that's easy. That's that's a cheat code. Oh, that's my job man. by you. That is, that is straight where I'm going. Guinness, man. That is a perfect compliment. Wow. <laughs> what is up with that? I'm what sorry. is up with that? I don't yeah. think you're a little jealous that you didn't think about that first. No, I didn't. That's fine. I'm really worried about it. Uh, all right, that is it. Uh, thank you. Follow us again on Twitter. If you want a cameo, hit me up. I'd love to help you out there. And I'll, I'll usually, within a day, and probably a lot sooner than that, uh, I'll get it back to you uh, on a cameo. If you've got a birthday coming up, um, big life event, or you just want a, a message, uh, if you want to talk me to yap about sports or something, I'm open to all of it. Cameo.com. Look at Ben Maller on there. Gascon, you're on there as well. Yeah, David J. Gascon. And if you want to send in a request for Ben to barbecue, I definitely <laughs> fucking encourage it. Let me tell you. Benny the barbecue. I will do a video of me barbecuing if you want. I will absolutely do that. Yeah. Jesus, I'm, I'm down with the cause. I'm down with the cause. Yeah. Unbelievable. Absolutely. Oh, stop, please. Hey, have a wonderful rest of your weekend. We're back in the Magic Radio Box on the Ben Maller Radio Show on about 400 stations and iHeart streaming and satellite radio and all that tonight or tomorrow, depending on how you look at it. 11 p.m. in the West on Sunday. That's 2 a.m. in the East on Monday. And have a wonderful rest of your day. And thank you for supporting the podcast. We'll get to you next time. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.